the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 99. When the markets are down, turn us up. Your Twin Cities radio home for business and investing news. The Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Surgeon General is sounding the alarm about the spread of misinformation about COVID-19 and vaccines. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy has issued a new advisory calling misinformation about health matters a serious public threat. He told a White House briefing that bogus claims about COVID-19 vaccines have deadly consequences. It's painful for me to know that nearly every death we are seeing now from COVID-19 could have been prevented. Murthy is calling on the public to stop sharing sharing dishonest social media posts about the vaccines and is urging tech companies to reduce the spread of such claims. Greg Clugston, Washington. Forecasters say dry and unstable windy conditions will keep fueling a massive wildfire burning in southern Oregon this weekend. An initial review yesterday on the bootleg fire destroyed, say it destroyed 67 homes and 117 outbuildings already. This is SRN News. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks chances are you'd look good in stripes too we want to hear from you we need to hear from you no officials means no games no stripes means no stars and what kind of america would that be minnesota needs more high school officials go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more that's highschoolofficials.com service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz fourteen forty. Um, I I I just got to read this for you. I love uh, William White, uh, formerly chief economist for the Bureau for the uh, Bank of International Settlements. Uh, very very um, level headed fellow. Uh, had a short letter a couple weeks ago to the. Uh, 
to the Financial Times. I, I can read it for you in full. It'll only take, it'll only take me about 30 seconds. Recent FT articles on the Fed's new policy framework have left me confused. The Fed says it will no longer react to anticipated higher inflation, but only to actual higher inflation. Yet they are failing to react to actual higher inflation because they anticipate it will decline. Perhaps the real framework is anything that justifies not tightening. Now, I held on to that letter for a week or so because I wanted to play it as you listen to the explanations to the explanations of the comments being made about about uh, 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 tightening. So, so in response, not in response to to, to uh, Doctor White, but uh, just in in response to a question at the Rocky Mountain Economic Summit yesterday, Charles Evans, Federal Reserve uh, Bank of Chicago president talked about tightening or tapering this way. Cut number one, please. Can't hear it. Okay, cut number one, please. If unemployment is at 4.5% at the end of the year and things are progressing, the way that I'm expecting, I would guess that some adjustment would be um, in order somewhere in that time frame, probably. But it's going to depend on the data. That's the whole point. So it's going to depend on the data. Yet they get the data and they say, "Hey, that was uh, uh, that was uh, uh, it's going to depend on the data. We got data, but we think that data is going to reverse. So it's, we're not going to react to it." Do you do you see the problem there? Uh, let's go to a different Federal Reserve president. Let's try uh, President Daly. She's the chair. She's the president at the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco. In fact, let me play two cuts of her because I've got I've got a little bit extra of her, and I want you to hear want you to hear hear sort of the the run-up and explanation to why she says what she says about tapering so this isn't specifically about the taper question per se but part of her view this is cut number 11 please expectations but here it's really important to separate out near-term inflation expectations from longer-run inflation expectations and when you look at the consumers or the businesses the survey of professional forecasters you see this pop in short-run inflation expectations they're very reactive to the data once the prices stabilize and we don't have those high readings on inflation they historically just come right back down importantly long-run inflation expectations haven't made that move at all. They're really very steady. So that's what I'm looking at is how are consumers, businesses smoothing through what they see today and thinking about what's going to happen five years from now. And there you just don't see a lot of movement in this long run inflation expectations, which, as you uh, referenced, is what we really depend on to maintain inflation expectations at our 2% target more generally. But President Daly, I heard Chair Powell say, that we were going to wait to see actual inflation. Do you remember? This was just the last FOMC conference or press conference. We're waiting to see actual inflation. Well, we've seen it. Well, that was base effect. Well, not now. Not now that we got to June. You said it was going to be base effect for April and May, and we agreed with you. And so we were, we're like, yep, okay. Now it's June. It's going to be okay, and now I've heard, uh, you know, Treasury Secretary Yellen say she expects several more months of rapid inflation. Indeed, you know what? I'm going to take a detour. Let's play that cut a second time. This is Secretary Yellen on CNBC Thursday saying what her expectations are for inflation. Cut nine, please, Sean. Well, I think we have we will have several more months of rapid inflation. So I'm not saying that this is a one month phenomenon, but I think over the medium term, we'll see inflation decline back toward normal levels. But of course, we have to keep a careful eye on it. So rather than than an average inflation target, which we're told is the new operating mechanism, and we've just given you a bunch of averages. They, they, of course, will not tell us what the average, 
what those averages are, it seems to me that they are they are in fact going back to trying to target expected inflation, which is not very measurable. And they're looking at all of this stuff and saying it's transient, it's temporary. Well, what does it mean for for things to be transient or and temporary? Um, uh, and 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 I think that that's I. I think that point is uh, is the is is important to make. So when I when you asked President Evans, when do you think it's going to be time to taper? She says this cut number twelve, please, Sean. Itself. With that, it is appropriate to start talking about taking tapering tapering uh, asset purchases, taking some of the accommodation that we've provided to the economy down. We'll still be in a very accommodative position with a low funds rate, but we don't need all the tools as we see the economy get its own footing. So absolutely time to start doing that, having those conversations. My own view is we'll probably be in a good position to taper at the end of this year or early next. So that's a that's later Okay, then then we've heard from some others. I still believe that she's on the dovish side. And and to me, it's like, okay, so I want to know where the doves are. Uh, If uh, President Daly's on CNBC or Bloomberg and she frequently is on one or the other, then I'm going to use that to get my gauge of where the dove wing of the party of of the FOMC is. And again, I characterize there's being a spectrum of folks in the fel- in the fel- on the federal open market committee and particularly the presidents I, I i put the governors in kind of a separate camp because they talk to each other all the time they tend to be a little closer in viewpoint i don't see there being a whole lot of difference between governor quarles and governor governor quarles and governor brainerd and and governor and, and chair powell I think Governor Waller um, is a little bit different than the others, but my, my guess is over time he is going to evolve and become more like the other governors. I think it, I'm not saying it's DCitis per se, but he's he's drinking from the same fountain that the other governors are, receiving the same information. I'll say this, Chris Waller is a, a superb research economist in his own right. He doesn't need the staff to do the research for him, although he will certainly take advantage of it. But my guess is he, his views will will gravitate toward those as well, uh, toward those as well. So what you're hearing, though, is, is and, and so just to put a, put a wrap on this point, uh we are we are we are approaching inflation told that you actually have to look at the average inflation rate over some unspecified period of time and yet when the presidents come out and the governors come out and they talk about what they see happening with inflation they're they're saying well yeah, the average might be higher than that right now, but we think it's going to come down. We think expectations have not been have not been uh, not been changed changed enough. And indeed, um, let me let me go back and find. I'm, I'm repeating something we played in the first hour, but I just want to make sure that people heard him say this. This is Charles Evans, who's the president of the Chicago Fed, say say what he thinks about inflation, and it's the same kind of feeling that you got from uh, President Daly. Cut 13, please. I'm a little nervous that the low interest rate environment that we've had over the last many, many years, low R-star, means it's going to be tough to meet our inflation objective, although I know that right now inflation is higher. I don't have a tremendous amount of confidence at 2023 inflation is still going to be close enough to be averaging our 2%. I still see this as a bunch of one-offs. Now, what's interesting also about this, and I forgot to say this when we played the clip the first time, and again, I'm fairly close to the, to, to, uh, when I might leave a segment, so, but I'm gonna run a, I'm gonna run a little bit long on this, because I want to explain one thing about that particular viewpoint. 
Our star is a model that was developed largely by the St. Louis Fed folks and the Board of Governors staff. Um, I think Governor Waller was on the group that did some of the research on our star. I think President Bullard was on that, was in that group as well. It is a model that is meant to work with a policy regime in a world that has uh, interest rates above the zero bound. For him to make some reference to R star in 2021, when you've had the Fed within the last year and a half say, we're not using those models anymore, we're just doing average inflation targeting, I haven't seen an average inflation target model that includes some R-star. What R-star means is an equilibrium real interest rate. I don't see an equilibrium real interest rate in this particular, in the story that they're, that they're uh, developing here. And I, and, and to see, so what's really concerning is, is they are going to say in the one hand, well, we're not going to react to inflation until there's actually inflation. We're not going to just react to expectations. But then what they say is, well, we've seen, we've seen what's happened with inflation, but we're not going to react till we see expectations change. And I think that comes back to the letter from, from uh, uh, Bill White, right? That, you know, the Fed's not going to react to anticipated higher inflation, only actual higher inflation. So they're not going to react to the the meanderings of some Midwestern economists on a Saturday morning radio program. Okay, that's fine. But they're not going to react to actual higher inflation because they anticipate it's going to decline. So which is it? Or is it just simply we're not going to do anything and we're just going to be walking with our fingers crossed and hope to heck that we're right that inflation isn't happening? I think that's what they're doing. And it inspires zero confidence, I think, in the leadership of the Fed right now. I'll go this far. I hadn't planned to say this, but I will say this. Were I president of the United States and had the ability to change the, Fed, the the chair of the Federal Reserve at the next, when his term expires early next year, I would. I would not retain Jay Powell. My only concern is I'm not the person making that choice. President Biden is. And I think it's reasonable to conclude that whoever he should choose to replace Jay Powell is someone I'm likely to to think uh, even worse of than I think of Jay Powell. And for those of you that said, you know, oh gosh, I'm so glad we're rid of Janet Yellen, you shouldn't be. She'd have made a, if she had still been there and she was going to be, and then would be reappointed um, to, to be president again rather than being the Treasury Secretary, I'd feel a whole lot better than I do about what I see right now. Okay, that that was that was a little bit long. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to the Biz 1440 on the free Radio.com app. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. Looking for a way to pay for that new home improvement you've been waiting for? Ready to consolidate credit card debt at a lower interest rate? Figure offers multiple loan options that can help you improve your finances. From mortgage refinances to home equity lines and personal loans, Figure can help you find the loan that's right for you. Figure takes all the stress and hassle out of the process. Apply 100% online at figure.com and see your new rate in a few clicks. Figure out your finances at figure.com. Figure Lending LLC, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Need life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety? meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, even porky or with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of life insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. For affordable term life insurance, call Term Provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-555-1509. 800-555-1509 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. 800-555-1509. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Show the biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. 651 289 4477. The number call questions and comments. Little investing conversation happening in the Twitters at pound KBRS or just follow me uh, at Banyan Show. I tweeted the link to you for the uh, that that will give you the sense of uh, Bill White's uh, very short five line letter to the financial times which they printed which i thought was uh, which uh which i thought was uh, pretty cool uh anyway uh let me let me start the move toward this uh, uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about mmt i guess because as i said there was a a full segment uh, uh on wall street week last night and the usual host is was gone so they had a a different host, um, and uh, and and so I thought maybe the questions were perhaps not quite as good. I think uh, it, I will say this about uh, doing interviews as I've learned, as I've learned from uh, uh, doing this uh, with uh, Salem and particularly this show, which has existed since uh, two thousand nine. Uh, I first started with with. Uh, over on uh, AM12A, The Patriot, back in uh, 2004. Uh, when you're interviewing people, you have to have a really good ear and a willingness to just drop your scripted questions and follow follow what someone's saying. It's, it's, a, it's something you learn as a teacher. And I think every good person, any good teacher can do a radio program, an interview program, a talk program like this. Um, because it's a matter of finding that point where it's like, ah, okay, there's something there that we could learn right now uh, from this. So I, I, I had been trying to listen to, uh, I was listening to something else, and I'll even play for you what I was listening to. This was uh, just about the time uh, uh, Ms. Kelton popped up on my screen, I had actually just grabbed this clip uh, for um, 
from CNBC. This is an economist who I, had ne- I will say, uh, uh, not met or heard before, uh, Kathy Bosjancic. Uh, Bosjancic is a uh, is an economist at uh, at Oxford Economics, and she was she was also talking about inflation. Since I've had only like like government officials on here. Here at least is one private sector um, analyst, uh, not affiliated with any uh, brokerage house. So they're not they're not selling they're not selling their book. Uh, Oxford Economics is just an analytics firm, uh, and uh, she had this to say about some of the causes of inflate that of inflation and what's happening in retail sales right now. This is cut number six, please, Sean. And, and that really is at the heart of the, the, the issue here is how long is transitory? And, and it may be, uh, in our view, is that we're going to see sticky and uncomfortable inflation persisting for longer than the Federal Reserve expects and, and, and the markets, frankly. Now, we don't think we'll sustain you know, the 5% pace we have now. That's going to ease. But we're probably in a period where we're going to see above 2% for, for multiple years. Um, now, that's not necessarily bad news for the Fed. They, they wanted a little bit higher inflation, right, above 2% for some period of time. The tricky part is, as long as we continue to see much higher inflation, then they could dislodge or unanchor the inflation expectations. And that's a whole different game. And then we, we would why? risk. Because some- that, that, that leads to what? If it, if it becomes unanchored, then you get more into a wage increases and, and, and kind of that spiral that goes from that? Or, or what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, once you lose that anchor, um, consumers and businesses start to expect higher inflation and they will accommodate higher wage growth. And then you get that upward spiral and then the Fed could risk losing control of inflation at that point. That is as nice a summary of what I have been trying to say for the last few months that I could find. Okay, I think, and again, I, I've never heard of this person before. I and I watch a fair amount of financial TV. Um, I'd never seen her on a show before. I don't know how, and and pretty clearly, uh, the 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 interview you heard with the interruption there—that's Becky Quick at CNBC. And and I, I we cut this part out, but uh, but she actually needed a clarification of how to pronounce the name. So clearly, this this. This is one of these summer. This is a summertime thing, right? It's July. Um, you get a call from CNBC. We're looking for an expert to talk about supply chain issues in the retail sales report, and the normal people that Oxford might have put on aren't available. And maybe the producer has gone. You know, Sean may not have experienced this yet, but uh, you know, if you're a producer for a, a, a daily radio program, you're calling trying to find guests for your host and. You know, you, you you're working through a you're working through your file, you know, your contacts, and uh, and it's pretty clearly got down there. But this is actually very much what I have been saying. That my theory of the case is what constitutes transient, and and this is something that uh, uh, Scott Sumner at the at the uh, at the uh, monetary uh, at the uh, 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 monetary economist uh, at, at uh, the Money Illusion, excuse me, uh, had said, and I think this is I think this is an important point. Transient probably means an inflation that will go away without causing an uptick in unemployment. Not meaning it won't go away; that it will go away without any government action, but that you can tap the brakes on your monetary and fiscal expansion without causing a significant rise in unemployment. In other words, it's an inflation that that doesn't that doesn't cause doesn't isn't caused by that isn't stopped by creating a recession. Which is what happened in in you know in 19 you know in in 1980 and 82 right? We had high inflation, and we had some unemployment. But inflationary expectations were built to the point where you had significant unemployment, you had high inflation, and you had rising wages that were not being stopped or checked at all, 
right? Until the Federal Reserve just said, "Well, Paul Volcker said, well, we're gonna we're just gonna stop targeting the interest rate, and we're gonna let the interest rate do whatever it wants, and we're just gonna focus on keeping the rate of growth of the money supply at a certain level, which was radical." a major change in policy that I thought was being replicated by what the Fed was doing now. I'm no longer convinced the Fed is really doing what they're saying they're doing. They're just, they just want a, a cover story for not reacting to uh, what they see as inflation that they, don't, they think is going to go away on its own. Um, but what happened then was, of course, interest rates went up to 20, 21%, and you got... The 1980 recession, which was enough to get Jimmy Carter out of office and bring in Ronald Reagan, it was enough to it was an, it pushed interest rates up to 21 percent. It caused massive protests in front of the Federal Reserve boards, the Federal Reserve System office on Constitution Avenue in D.C. All of that happened at that time. Um, the risk of what the Fed is doing now is. Somebody down the road, post Jay Powell, my guess post Joe Biden, will have to replicate what Volcker did in 2020 and cause all that change. And the way to see if that happens is we're seeing increases in wages right now, but a lot of it's coming through in terms of bonuses being paid. The question's going to be, Will the wage increases that have been put in place stay there and be permanent? And will those wage increases continue every few years as contracts are continually being negotiated? If that happens, that's when the inflation is going to be is going to be permanent. With that, I'm going to take the break here and then we're going to listen first to Stephanie Kelton. Mother of monetary, modern monetary theory, talk about inflation, and then why MMT is the way out. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. See me and the boys, we don't like it. So we're getting up and going. Wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, you'll find the Salvation Army. Each month, more and more of our neighbors fall behind on rent, face eviction, and are at risk of homelessness due to pay cuts, job losses, health issues, addiction, all in the wake of the pandemic. The need may be greater than ever, but so is the Salvation Army's response. Next week, you'll hear stories of lives changed and how you can help. Keep an eye on our website and social media pages for details on the 2021 Here to Help campaign. Supported by Geritom Medical. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. 
All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited Internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the Internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite Internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast Internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. So good to be with you. A summer day. Are you listening to me in the uh, in the garage? Are you listening to me with a cup of coffee in the uh, dining room or or someplace else? Or are you driving around in a car? Um, you know, during the break, you would have heard uh, our our ad for the uh, for the upcoming Here to Help campaign, and I I want to send my thanks to. Uh, some of the sponsors, in particular, uh, Geritom Medical, for doing that. Uh, as I've mentioned uh, frequently on the show, my wife is a longtime uh, member of the board of directors for the uh, for the uh, Central Minnesota Salvation Army. We are longtime uh, contributors and bell ringers uh, for them. Uh, but uh, the need uh, extends throughout the year, and uh, we thank you for. Uh, Listening in, uh, you'll find opportunities coming up real soon during the week for uh, for a chance to participate and leverage your dollars to uh, go further to help the homeless uh, in the Twin Cities. So please, uh, please keep your ears tuned here on the Biz 1440 for that. We really appreciate it. 651-289-4477, the number to call. Your questions and comments always welcome here on the King Banyan Show. So, um, we we spent about a year, about an hour and a half teasing this thing. I suppose we better better uh, cue it up and do it. Um, professor Stephanie Kelton um, is a professor at the State University of New York in Stony Brook, which, as memory serves, is out on Long Island. Uh, so she is a Greater New York City um, person, uh, and she is, uh, although she's not, she's not. I don't know that she's from there. She spent time uh, working at the University of Missouri in Kansas City, so she's she's been around the uh, around uh, academia for some time in a in a couple locations at least that I'm aware of. I don't know her full resume, uh, but she has been advocating. Um, interestingly, largely started as sort of an internet phenomenon, but eventually committed a. Uh, committed uh, her thoughts to a book called The Deficit Myth, um, which argues in large that deficits don't really matter. And I want to talk about a conversation I had with some business people here in St. Cloud just uh, just a couple weeks ago where I was invited to uh, uh, enjoy, a, enjoy a beverage, and they all showed up with their copies of the Deficit Myth. I had mine on my, as I always do. I walk around with a, I walk around with a Kindle Paperwhite. It's in my bag and probably is u- used as often as my laptop. Uh, and um, um, and and so I had mine open and doggy and 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 bookmarked, and we had about a ninety-minute conversation about this book. It was a lot of fun. So Kelton comes on uh, uh, the now uh, well-praised Wall Street Week uh, uh, yesterday or last night on uh, on Bloomberg Television, uh, and um, she's first asked about her view on inflation. And since we've talked about everybody else's view, I figured we better we better get hers in as well. This is cut number two, please, Sean. When I look at the data, what I think mostly this looks like are the growing pains of an economy that's emerging from a pandemic and reopening and 
We see a lot of idiosyncratic uh, pressures and supply chain issues and um, backlogs and that sort of stuff. So I think by and large, what it looks like to me is the kind of thing that, frankly, we anticipated, right, coming out of the pandemic. And so it's pretty hard for me to see the kinds of things that I think you would need to be in place in order to get the sort of entrenched inflation that begins to feed on itself. So I, I guess I situate myself pretty squarely in the uh, in the transitory camp. Yeah, and there's certain. Okay, so that is the that is the uh, um, line you've heard. Okay, in that sense, she seems to fit very well in with the views that you heard from the two Fed presidents, from Secretary Yellen, uh, and I think from from Chair Powell as well. There is a there is a unifying theme to the argument that we don't need to worry about inflation and that unifying theme is is transitory or transient and i've defined transient is as you know as something where the inflation will go away without uh, a bout of higher unemployment happening as a result um that would seem to be that would seem to be there and that fits just fine but then she has to go further into this. And so I've got this is a she did a nine minute interview. I'm only going to play about two minutes of it and and um, yeah, yeah, around two minutes of it beyond beyond that inflation piece that you heard to begin with. And um, and this um, and this is what she does, because you have to understand modern monetary theory as being an entirely different way of thinking about what is happening in tying monetary policy to fiscal policy. Let's go ahead and play this next cut, cut number three, please. No, I mean, I think that we're, we are in an experimental economy and we started really in earnest with the experiments after the global financial crisis when, you know, mostly central banks got very creative and we saw a lot of experiments taking place there. But after this crisis, we really saw fiscal policy engage in a way that it didn't after the financial crisis. And so we have been experimenting. We've done things with payroll protection programs and expanded unemployment compensation and direct payments going out, not once, not twice, but three times. So a whole range of of bolder experiments. And I think we're just uh, looking at an administration that has the sense that what they've been doing has been working. Has it been working? It has been working, but there is, there is, there is more inflation out there. So let me, because I think we've done this on the show once before, uh, once or twice before. Let me just review what the basic premise of modern monetary theory is. It argues, basically, that deficits do not matter. If you believe deficits don't matter, then the payroll protection program and the expanded UI benefits and, and, and all the rest, well, you just, you know, you just do them you just pay you, you just do them and don't worry about how you're going to pay for them you pay for them by issuing debt and what this theory says in essence is because that debt in essence is a is a it could be financed by two different means one is it can borrow money from from the from the domestic economy so if there is a glut of savings in the in the in the United States right now, deficit spending that replaces that savings with a treasury bill or a treasury bond is perfectly fine. You're just activating those those savings to be used to help out uh, workers through either uh, unemployment insurance or through payroll protection programs that encourage businesses not to lay off their workers. It may it, it's it's fine. The other thing that might happen is you might actually have the opportunity to have a foreign investor buy those that debt that you ought that you issue. Remember, a deficit's only you know, government spending can only be paid for in one of three ways. You can tax for it, you can you can borrow for it, or you can print money for it. 
Many countries in the world don't really have the capacity to do a whole lot from printing, but the U.S. does because the U.S. currency is a, is a reserve currency. And because it's the reserve currency, there's also this, this huge amount of demand for U.S. bonds. People, want, people in Europe, in Asia, in Africa want to store, in Latin America, they want to store their wealth in U.S. bonds because they, they have faith that the U.S. government will pay them back. So if the demand for those things goes up, it makes sense to just expand the deficit, sell those bonds away to foreign investors, take their money, give it to our folks to improve the lives of Americans. That, in short, is there. And then they say, well, wouldn't all that issuance of debt, debt eventually, when they want to convert that debt back into cash, cause inflation? And Professor Kelton would say, yeah, that's fine, but then all we need to do is to get some of that money out of the system, and we do that by raising taxes. So for her, the answer to higher inflation would not be to raise interest rates. Her answer to raising inflation would be to raise taxes. But as long as she says the inflation is is transient, then you don't have to raise taxes. You can just keep spending. That's her view of what the fiscal policy is going to do. That and, and and so when she says we live in an experimental economy, the experiment she wants is an experiment where we run deficits at 10, 12, 14 percent of GDP. And the answer is, well, if we, you know, you say, well, we're going to get inflation. And her answer is, well, yeah, if we get inflation, then we know what to do about that. We'll just raise taxes. That's how we'll solve the problem. Nothing to do with with with, monitor, with with the money supply per se. Nothing to do with changing rates, interest rates. Her answer is, of course, to raise taxes. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidi. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. You know, I'm not a fan of those terms like unprecedented times and the new normal. Yes, it's been a crazy year. And with all the uncertainty we've had, with all the ups and downs of the divisions we've seen, there's one thing that we do need to hold dear, and that's our family. Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage. And when you deal with United Faith Mortgage, that's what it's about, faith and family. It's why they chose to partner with us. It's why they specifically advertise on radio stations like this across the country. And United Faith Mortgage is a small family team. They give you personal one-on-one limo service type care. And they have their direct lender advantage, which means there's no middleman. And the advantage often allows to get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. Right now, they'll pay your appraisal fees. That's up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money that you normally would have to pay up front. So take care of your family when it comes to your mortgage by working with a company that will treat you like family. It's United Faith Mortgage, online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York, NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrick, NMLS number 65233. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. 
At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to The Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back to King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Let me, uh, you know, first of all, uh, before I forget uh, and just run it at the very end of the show, let me thank Sean for uh, pulling all these cuts for us. Thirteen cuts is a lot of work for the for the guy who has to come in and get them all loaded into the machine before uh, coming before we go on the air. So, uh, my thanks, my thanks to him for that. Uh, uh, it was, uh, that it, it, it was a lot of work. I typically try not to send so many and wasn't going to send the last three or f- actually the last five were not in my plan until, uh, first I heard Kelton and then I saw that Evans had been on daybreak yesterday and, and, and like, Oh gosh, I'm going to have to get that too. Um, so, uh, I, I I try to take it easy on our our new uh, our new uh, board op slash producer, but uh, uh, he has responded very well. Uh, let me let me then give you the uh, let me give you the uh, um, the rest of this piece. We got one more cut to play of uh, Professor Kelton, uh, who was on Wall Street Week talking about MMT and. The Room for Fiscal Policy. Uh, and she has this last bit to say at the end of her uh, her interview. This is cut number four, Sean. A lot of folks want the policies that are being put forward by this administration. They are overwhelmingly popular and they're popular on a bipartisan basis, right? So it isn't, MMT doesn't Uh, give Congress any new powers or authorities. They already have the power of the purse. They already have the ability to write and pass legislation as bold as they might choose to do. The, The reality is that for too many years, I believe uh, Congress hasn't really taken advantage of the fiscal space that's been available. That's been damaging to all of us, right? Bad policy harms all of us. So we end up with an economy that underperforms. We end up with fewer jobs than we otherwise could have had with less prosperity. So I think to the extent that Congress is uh, waking up to a new way of thinking about the way it approaches the budgeting process and the use of fiscal policy um, to help support the economy, is, is going to end up being a, a pretty good thing for um, most everyone in this country. Now, I'm going to set aside to uh, my friend, uh, my friend Mitch Berg, who's on 1 p.m. today over on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, uh, with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Um, I'll set that I'll set aside the fact that, uh, uh, of course, uh, Professor Kelton has been an advisor to Senator Sanders who's just agreed that his $6 trillion spending plan that he had, he had talked about uh, that he had worked on with, uh, worked on with president Biden is now a three and a half trillion dollar plan. So we're using less fiscal space, but let me talk about this phrase fiscal space because they, because the modern monetary theorist believes that they're the only limit to deficit spending is the willingness of the world to hold your debt. And that you can erase that just by changing the tax rate. That it has, it's therefore the case that you shouldn't really have to worry about monetary policy. Monetary policy and what King's been talking about for the last hour and a half of this show 
you don't need to really worry about that. All that needs, all you need to worry about is spend, 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 spend. Support all of these programs that that Biden and Sanders and Schumer and Pelosi all want to have because you you have fiscal space. You have the ability to do that. What does that mean? What does that fiscal space mean? It means that you have the ability to borrow a lot more money than you've given yourself room for. And to me, this is the ultimate, this is my caution to you. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to be not too, too inflammatory in my comments about this. My caution is this. At one time, there was in this country a belief that on, on average, our budget should balance. It got expressed in the 70s through a series of proposed constitutional amendments that would have required a balance, the balanced budget amendment. When I was a baby economist, I was still in grad school, uh, I, worked with a, I worked with a research institute uh, affiliated with, with the Claremont Colleges that did some work in support of a balanced budget amendment. And when, when Reagan was elected, we thought that would be there. There's a wonderful book, I think I've recommended once in the past, from the early 1970s, uh, about the legacy of Lord Keynes, titled Democracy and Deficit, written by Nobel laureate James Buchanan and co-author Richard Wagner. It's, to me, one of the five best books I read when, when I was in grad school because it makes the case that, in essence, there was a mental model that we had that said you can't spend more than you bring in in the long run. You can have variations, there's wars and so forth, but you should be there. What MMT says is we're going to obliterate that line. And my problem is it causes inflation, and the thought that you're going to use taxes to fix the problem is probably the wrong way to do it because what any monetary theory should include is a statement that says you can't have sustained inflation without an increase in the money supply. And the only way you bring the money supply down is going to be through a massive increase in interest rates. Um, so you can do it through fiscal policy or monetary policy, but raising taxes is a heck of a lot more damaging to an economy, to me, than raising interest rates are. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening. It's a beautiful summer day. Get out you and enjoy be. it. Thank you, Sean, for the work you've done today as well. And uh, we'll see you again here next week. Oh, I love this song. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to trip out on this. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. See you next week. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV at Cash Call Mortgage, NMLS ID 1282-31, Equal Housing Lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Hey there, remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning, here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? Like spending time with the family, or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all. Or better yet, taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use. Imagine this, you getting your hooks wet, catching some dinner, and leaving the cleaning to us. Forever Cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal, break room bathroom disinfecting, dusting, mopping, and more. So what are you waiting for? Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember... Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America.